He's gonna go! He's at the 50! He's at the 40! He's at the 30! School's out! This is Troy Calhoun, head coach of the Air Force Academy. This is Brian Harson, head coach of the Boise State Broncos. Catches! Foot in! Touchdown! This is Jeff Tedford. This is Mike Bobo. Fakes it, now has a blocker, runs out toward the right side, tries to dive for the pylon! This is Bob Davey. This is Matt Wells. This is Craig Bull, head coach of the University of Wyoming. Looks, throws, end zone, touchdown! This is Nick Rulovich. This is Jay Norvell, head coach at the University of Nevada. This is Rocky Long. He's got a receiver across the middle fighting for the end zone. Oh, man. This is Brent Brennan. This is Tony Sanchez. He's to the goal line, and he's in for six. This is Craig Thompson, commissioner of the Mountain West. And you're listening to. You are listening to. And you are listening to This Week in the Mountain West. Here we go. Welcome into the week six edition of This Week in the Mountain West. I'm your host, Nate Crackman. Conference play getting into full swing. Eight teams have already faced Mountain West opponents here in 2018, and the rest of the conference will fully dive in here in Week 6. Boise State and Utah State sitting atop the Mountain Division in the early going with matching 1-0 conference records, while Hawaii leads the West Division at 2-0, now with wins over Colorado State and that five-overtime thriller against San Jose State this past Saturday. Nevada also right there at 1-0 in the West after their Week 5 road win at Air Force. The story of the Mountain West so far here in 2018 you better put up some points. Right now, five Mountain West teams are averaging at least 40 points a game. That's the most among all 10 FBS conferences. Those five teams, Utah State, Fresno State, Boise State, Hawaii, and New Mexico. Speaking of Boise State, they're the 24th ranked team in the country in the coaches poll and getting votes in the Associated Press poll. San Diego State getting votes in both polls. Hawaii getting votes in the AP, while Fresno State is garnering votes in the coaches poll. Coming up on this week's show, an extended conversation with Nevada head coach Jay Norvell about that big-time road win at Air Force and his overhaul of that Wolfpack football program. But up first, we'll recap all the Week 5 action around the conference. It's the Week 6 edition of This Week in the Mountain West, and you have it right here on the Mountain West Radio Network. This is Matt Wells, head football coach of the Utah State Aggies. We'll be right back with more of This Week in the Mountain West right after this timeout. There's a force in the West, an attitude unlike any other, a belief that says, let's do this, a shared commitment to academics, leadership, and community service. A bond uniting 12 teams in history, rivalry, and competition. There is a force in the West. We call it the Mountain West. The Mountain West, champions in life. To find out more, visit us at themw.com. Gather your family and friends and get to Las Vegas for the biggest NCAA basketball championship in the nation. The 2019 Air Force Reserve Mountain West Men's and Women's Basketball Championships, March 10th to 16th at the Thomas and Mack Center in Las Vegas. For tickets, contact your favorite Mountain West Institution's athletic box office. And for more information, visit the MW.com slash 2019. The 2019 Air Force Reserve Mountain West Basketball Championships. Be a part of history. The next big play is just a click away on the Mountain West Network. Join me, Jesse Kurtz, for the latest insight, analysis, and live game action you won't find anywhere else. 
Catch over 1,500 events for free in HD on the only network that lets you watch any team, anytime, on any device. Go to the MW.com today and get your game on with the Mountain West Network. In the Mountain West, sportsmanship meets winning with honor, but don't take our word for it. Sportsmanship is more than what goes on on the field. Good sportsmanship means being loud, but being courteous. Sportsmanship is enjoying the game and being respectful of other teams' fans. And that goes for all officials, coaches, players, and mascots. Sportsmanship is making your parents and your coaches proud. It takes all of us working together to make a good game great. Sportsmanship, that's what it's all about. The Mountain West, champions in life. This is Brian Harson, head coach of the Boise State Broncos. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. Recapping Week 5 around the Mountain West, Boise State opens conference play on the road in Laramie, and Brett Rippon gets it going with his fellow senior, A.J. Richardson. Fake to Mahone. Rippon steps up with guys in his face, throws the ball to the goal line, and it is caught for a touchdown. A.J. Richardson having a monster game. He was knocked down by two Cowboys but still held the ball at the goal line. It is 13 to nothing in favor of Boise State. 22 yards on the scoring strike. Bob Beeler with the call from Learfield. Ripping 342 yards in the air with a couple touchdowns. Number 24, Boise State 1-0 in conference. They beat Wyoming 34-14. At Bulldog Stadium, Fresno State hosting Toledo to finish non-conference play. And have a night, Marcus McMarion. McMarion throwing the fade, left side, leaping in the air. Did he catch it or not? Waiting for the signal. Touchdown, Fresno wow. State. That one there is on SportsCenter. Keyshawn Johnson again. Paul Leffler on 940 ESPN in Fresno. McMarion throws for 368 yards and accounts for five total touchdowns. He's your Mountain West Offensive Player of the Week. And Fresno State gets to 3-1 and one on the year, beating Toledo 49-27. Your other Week 5 finals around the Mountain West. Hawaii now 5-1. and one. They outlast San Jose State 44-41 in five overtimes in the longest game in conference history. New Mexico drops a tough one at home against Liberty 52-43. And Nevada starts conference play with a win 28-25 at Air Force as Ty Ganji throws four touchdown passes for the Wolfpack. Much more on this game with Nevada head coach Jay Norvell next after these words from your local station. This is Nick Rolovich, head coach of the University of Hawaii football. We'll be back with more of This Week in the Mountain West right after this timeout. This is Jay Norvell, head coach of the University of Nevada. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. The Nevada Wolfpack now 3-2 on the year after last Saturday's 28-25 road win at Air Force. The Wolfpack now 1-0 in conference, getting set for a critical West Division showdown with Fresno State this Saturday in Reno. Joining us right now, the second-year head coach of Nevada, Jay Norvell. Coach, welcome back to the show. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. It's great to have you on the show, Coach. Nevada winning on the road for the first time since that 2016 season. How much of that was the product of the resilience of your senior quarterback, Ty Ganji, and the entire team to bounce back from a tough play with that pick six in the second quarter? Well, I, I think it was a great job by Ty. He, you know, he's been playing so well for us as a senior and uh, he played very well Saturday, uh, threw the ball well early, you know, had a, a tough 
turnover that was returned for a score. And But I just really loved how he bounced back after that. You know, and he wasn't really 100%. And to fight through that game and, and to finish and, and make sure we got the victory was really a testament to his leadership. Matt Mummy's air raid offense was on display in that first half at Air Force. Cooks was wide open on a play-action play deep down the middle. Then in the second quarter, Ganji threw a couple dimes to McLean Maddox and Brendan O'Leary-Orange. How much of what we saw was proper execution of the scheme, and how much was just quality accuracy on the deep ball from Ty Ganji? Well, it was great accuracy by Ty and, and very good execution by our entire offense and was really proud of our outside receivers. They really stepped up in this game and made some big plays. Elijah Cook and Brendan O'Leary-Orange were, were excellent in this game, and uh, we needed them to step up. And good combination of ball control as well by our offense, uh, keeping it away from the Air Force team was really important for us to get this victory. Now, Coach, we're recording this interview on a Tuesday afternoon, but how is Ty Ganji's health this week, and will he be able to go against Fresno State? You know, he's going to be questionable um, for Saturday. Uh, as of this point in the week, he hasn't been able to practice. Uh, he got hit on his his leg and his thigh and, and uh, really got a lot of swelling after the game. He was able to finish the game with all the adrenaline that was going through him uh, but, you know, when we got home on the plane, boy, he really swe swelled up. And, and so I don't know if he's going to be available. Uh, Christian Solano, our junior quarterback, our backup, is, is ready to go. He's been practicing uh, this week with the ones, and, and uh, we're certainly prepared to play him if, if Ty's not available. You're on the road at Air Force. You hold the Falcons to all of 154 yards on the ground. Malik Reed forces two fumbles. You win the time of possession battle. That's about as well as anyone can play against Air Force. Coach, you had to be pleased with that performance. Totally pleased. We, we really were embarrassed last year. Uh, you know, Air Force ran the ball 91 times on us and ran for 500 yards a year ago, and we lost 45-42 and our defensive coaches and our defensive players really worked hard this offseason to understand the triple option and to play it much better. And we've gotten some more new players up front. You know, our, our defensive linemen, guys like Adam Lopez and Caleb Meter, have been added to Corey Rush and Halsea Sakona. And, and uh, we're much bigger in our defensive line. And they really did a great job of playing assignment football and and playing as a team Saturday, and couldn't be prouder of how how we handled that the triple option. You know, Coach, a lot was made of Malik Reed switched to linebacker from defensive end. What went into that decision last spring, and has it even perhaps exceeded your expectations? Well, he's done such a tremendous job, and what an unselfish guy. You know, he came he came to me at the end of last season, and he said, Coach, I really. I want to have the opportunity to play at the next level in the NFL. And what do you think is my best position? And I just told him, I said, Malik, you know, the guys that are playing at the next level that are your size are really playing linebacker. And so he, he wanted to make the switch. It was good for us as well. And it's just his unselfishness and learning a new position and really making a contribution at linebacker and, and helping our defense grow and progress. Coach, one more question on your defense. What is the turnover towel? 
Well, we got a, one of our strength coaches is a guy named Jaworski Beckham, and he was always waving the towel during the game and trying to get our defense going. And, and um, you know, Coach Castile is, is a Pittsburgh Steeler fan. He's from West Virginia. And I said, well, gosh, those two things go together. We need a – it's not a terrible towel, but it's a turnover towel. And, uh, you know, we're pretty basic here. We put – we put turnover on a white towel, and and Jaworski gets it waving and gets our guys going, and it's been good. It's just added energy to our defense and really just to emphasize and getting the ball back, and it's been fun the last few weeks. It's really our guys have done a great job getting turnovers, and we just want to build on that emphasis. Much more with Nevada head coach Jay Norvell coming up as we talk about what he and his staff are doing to get things pointed back in the right direction for that Wolfpack football program. That's next here on the Mountain West Radio Network. This is Troy Calhoun, head football coach of the United States Air Force Academy. We'll be back with more of This Week in the Mountain West right after this timeout. Gather your family and friends and get to Las Vegas. Incredible student-athlete strategic coaching along with the United States Air Force Reserve. Power the excitement at the biggest NCAA basketball championship in the nation. The 2019 Air Force Reserve Mountain West Men's and Women's Basketball Championships at the Thomas and Mack Center in Las Vegas. The championships begin Sunday, March 10th with the Women's Basketball Championship and conclude with the Men's Basketball Championship game on Saturday, March 16th. 20 games over seven days will determine the teams that are best in the Mountain West and which teams gain automatic entry into the 2019 NCAA Basketball Tournament. For tickets, contact your favorite Mountain West Institution's athletic box office or for more information on the championships, visit the mw.com slash 2019. The 2019 Air Force Reserve Mountain West Basketball Championships. Be a part of history. There's a force in the West, an attitude unlike any other, a belief that says, let's do this, a shared commitment to academics, leadership, and community service, a bond uniting 12 teams in history, rivalry, and competition. There is a force in the West. We call it the Mountain West. The Mountain West, champions in life. To find out more, visit us at themw.com. This is Jeff Tedford, head football coach of the Fresno State Bulldogs. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. Continuing our conversation with Nevada head coach Jay Norvell as the Wolfpack gets set for a critical West Division showdown with Fresno State this Saturday night in Reno. Coach, your team has a pair of close wins over some pretty tough opponents and a Pac-12 team in Oregon State had the Beavers missing that field goal at the end and then Saturday at Air Force. When you look at the biggest areas of growth for your program from last year to this year, I have to think the ability to close out opponents in close games has to be pretty high on that list. Well, I think it, it's a testament to our togetherness and our our testament to playing well in situational football. Um, we've had to we've had to do a lot of things at the end of the half and at the end of the game to make sure we close that game out and. And I think it's a real testament to our kids hanging together and believing in each other and the, and the plan. And so I think that's real growth for our team. Uh, we're really excited about this, this month of October uh, and really getting into the heart of our conference schedule. 
And, you know, we, we start at home this week versus Fresno. Coach, take me through the process of the roster overhaul that has happened over the last year at Nevada. Going into the season, 110 players on the roster. Only 36 of them were on the roster handed to you when you took the job as the new head coach at Nevada going into 2017. You've made a lot of tough personnel decisions to make this your team. What was that process? Well, we just we just had very high standards for our kids. Uh, you know, we just we put a high standard on kids uh, being unselfish um, and and playing for the program. We put a high standard on putting in a full day's work. You know, we we have a saying: there's no free lunches for anybody in our program, and everybody in the program needs to be working hard to help the program improve. And some of our kids just didn't live up to that standard, and and uh, we, we, we brought some new guys in, and yeah, over 70% of these players are new players. Um, most of our better players are fresh, true freshmen and sophomores, and we're playing really three freshmen on offense. Uh, Romeo Dubs, uh, Toa Tawa, and, and our right tackle, Aaron Frost, is a true freshman. And, um, and we, most of our very good receivers are, are freshmen or sophomores, so... We're really excited about the young kids we have. It's very exciting for our coaches because we have a group that gets better every day we go on the practice field, and, and we just want to continue to improve it week in and week out. And We should be a much better team here as the season goes along than we are right now. Coach, I want to talk a little bit about your path because it was a different one. You became a head coach for the first time last season at age 54, 30 years as a college and NFL assistant coach. How are you finding the head coaching role and all the very different responsibilities and concerns and challenges that come with that? Well, it certainly is a great challenge, but it's so invigorating. And, uh, you know, I spent 30 years as an assistant. I've been a coordinator at four different schools and really learned from some great people. And I, I've always felt I'd be a better head coach than I even was an assistant just because of my personality, and I love the leadership part of it, and I love developing a, a team. And, uh, and that's what I've had an opportunity to do here. You know, this is a team that we've had to build. And there's an old saying, you don't get the team you want, you get the team you build. And that's what we're doing here. We're very proud of our young kids, and I'm very, very proud of, the, of our older leadership that, have shown these young guys how to prepare this year. And uh, it's been fun building that leadership structure and, and seeing it all come together. That list of coaches that you've worked under in your career, Hayden Fry, Barry Alvarez, Jim Mora, Bill Callahan, Bob Stoops, are there little bits and pieces you took from each of them along the way that you're now applying now that you have a program and a team of your own? There's no question. You know, I – you know, I was asked this last week, you know, I'm, I'm a product of the Hayden Fry program and Barry Alvarez and Bill Snyder and Bob Stoops. I mean, all those guys affected me so much. And then I also learned so much along the way from, you know, from Bill Callahan and Jim Mora and, and, and the different people that have been around me, uh, uh, you know, moving to Texas and Arizona state and, so I've taken a little bit from every place that I've been, and we have our own style here. You know, my offensive uh, style has, has been affected by my time in the NFL and then my time in the Big 12 and, and um, working with air raid coaches. And, and so 
we kind of put it all together and we have our own twist. And I'm just so excited to, to, to put all that into play here at Reno at the University of Nevada. It's a great place. I love how we can recruit here. We've, we've had great recruiting classes the last two years, and we're putting another great one together. And I think the future is really bright here. I know this is a place we can recruit to and we can really build a program. All right, Coach, Fresno State this week. Marcus McMarion is really playing at a high level. Their defense, especially those linebackers, are so talented. What do you have to do on both sides of the ball to get this win and really set yourself up for some success in that West Division? You know, it's a it's a great challenge, uh, but this is these are the games that we you know look forward to all year. Playing in our division, playing in our conference, playing at home, um, playing a top opponent. Um, these are the games. This is what we've worked for all season long, and we've we've really tapped into the style of play that we want to play. We showed some physicality last week on defense, and it's really a challenge for us to play really well in all all three phases and. You know, our, our home crowd is excited uh, to see a quality opponent, to see an old rival come to town, and uh, we're just really looking forward to the opportunity. All right, Coach, last thing. It's early in conference play yet, but what is standing out to you so far here in 2018 about this Mountain West Conference? Well, just just the, the dynamic offenses that are in play. I mean, you know, I, I told our coaches and our team uh, early this year, you know, all the games we're going to play are going to be wild. They're going to be wild games. Everybody can score. And uh, we're just going to have to do a great job of playing together, playing off of each other, offense, defense, special teams. And we're going to have to be great in situational football uh, because every week we're going to be challenged by by the teams in this conference guys saturday night nevada hosting fresno state the wolfpack three and two on the year and a chance to do some damage in that west division coming up on saturday night jay norvell in his second season coach congratulations on that big win at air force and best of luck this week and the rest of the season thank you so much we'll run down the full week six schedule around the mountain west next after these words from your local station this is brent brennan head coach of the San Jose State Spartans. We'll be back with more of This Week in the Mountain West right after this timeout. This is Craig Bull, head coach of the University of Wyoming. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. All 12 Mountain West teams in action here in Week 6 with five games in conference play. We get it started Friday night, 7 p.m. Mountain Time on ESPN2 and the Watch ESPN app. Non-conference rivalry showdown with Utah State on the road at BYU. It's a trophy game with the old wagon wheel on the line. That wheel currently resides in Logan with Utah State winning last year at home. We'll start Saturday at 1.30 Mountain Time, Air Force hosting Navy at Falcon Stadium in a Service Academy showdown on CBS Sports Network. The Falcons a disappointing 1-3. The midshipmen not much better at 2-2. Two two. First matchup of the year in the Commander-in-Chiefs series that was won by Army last year for the first time since 1996. 
Also at 1.30 Mountain, 12.30 Pacific, big-time conference matchup with San Diego State going onto the blue turf to face number 24 Boise State on ESPNU and the Watch ESPN app. Brett Rippon needs 101 yards in the air to move into second place all-time on the Mountain West career passing list. New Mexico at UNLV at 1 Pacific, 2 Mountain on AT&T Sports Network. The Rebels enter Week 6 with the third-ranked rushing attack nationally, gaining 336.5 yards a game on the ground. On to the night games, Colorado State back from the bye going on the road to San Jose State at 7.30 Pacific, 8.30 Mountain on CBS Sports Network. Rams looking to recapture what they had in that Week 2 home win over Arkansas. They've lost back-to-back games since. Also kicking off at 7.30 Pacific on ESPNU and the Watch ESPN app, Jay Norvell and the Nevada Wolfpack hosting the defending West Division champs Fresno State. The Bulldogs allowing only 18.8 points a game. That's the best mark in the Mountain West Conference. And we close it out at 6 p.m. Hawaii time. That's 10 p.m. Mountain. Wyoming at Hawaii on Spectrum Sports pay-per-view. And you can stream it on WatchStadium.com. The winner claims the Paniolo Trophy. According to Wikipedia, which I always trust, Paniolo is a Hawaiian word meaning cowboy. And the trophy features a bronze cowboy on horseback twirling a lariat. The trophy was donated to the two schools by the Wyoming Paniolo Society, a group of Hawaii residents with Wyoming roots. And that will do it for the week six edition of This Week in the Mountain West. If you missed any of this show, you can listen on SoundCloud on the Mountain West Radio Network page on the MW.com. You can also download the show as a podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or TuneIn. And of course, follow the Mountain West on Twitter at Mountain West and like the Mountain West Conference on Facebook. I'm Nate Kreckman. Enjoy week six of the college football season. This is Craig Thompson, Commissioner of the Mountain West. We'll talk to you next week right here. Right here. Right here. Right here on This Week in the Mountain West.